0: Hey guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we are presented by the Fanboys. Welcome back. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Brad with College Sportscast. We are here tonight to do a game day pick 'em show for you, and we're going to discuss some college football topics and possibly some basketball topics as well. Um, So I have a different guy on with me, Uh, John John Roberts and Jason. So Jason's doing AAU basketball. And he told me, and I forgot, he's either in Phoenix or he's in Dallas this weekend. Um, The next two weekends, one's in Dallas and one's in Phoenix, and I can't remember which one's which. So uh, he was heading out. They leave on Thursdays and uh, do a weekend tournament. So he was heading out to one of those destinations today. And John Roberts messaged me earlier and said that his work schedule was just crazy today and that he didn't think he was going to get back and done and home in time. So I scrambled and got John Hammonds on with us tonight. So welcome in, John.
1: I appreciate it.
0: So I'll start out with my welcome to college sportscast. Um, And uh, we are sponsored by bluegrass brads that's me by the way um and we are also sponsoring the fanboys and greenville sports media as well now um and if you're ever in the scottsville kentucky area or bowling green kentucky area stop in and see us we have great beef burgers and snow cones and ice cream and he's the ice cream man i am so uh stop in and see us, and, and welcome to College Sportscast. Uh, and then I'm going to put up that John Hammonds is with me. We're going to welcome John Hammonds back to the show. He's been on the show many times before, but he's on tonight as a guest force. Like I said, um, John Roberts and Jason Harrison are swamped and busy at the moment, so uh, I needed somebody to kind of talk back and forth to either that, or I was going to have to be on here and talk to myself.
1: <laughs> you don't do good when you do that.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you can, it's all right to talk to yourself. It's when you answer yourself. That, you know, that's, that's when you got it. the problem. i tell you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Hammonds went with me actually over the weekend and we covered prep red zone, Kentucky. Um, so I, Thought I'd give Hammonds a a chance here to kind of talk about uh, going to Louisville on Sunday and going to St. X, St. Xavier High School and covering Prep Red Zone Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So what would you think about it on Sunday,
1: Hammonds? I I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I wish it had been better weather conditions. It was was really cold and windy, but um, there was a lot of great players there. Um, I was really interested in the kid from Breathitt County, um, Corey Combs. Um, he really shined on the big stage up there at um, Saint X. The the Smith brothers from Taylor County were really good. Um, the kid from Christian Academy, Cotton, um, Trey Cotton. Trey Cotton. Was name yet, Trey. Yeah. Trey. And then there was another kid, um, the the culture. I, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Jaquan. Jaquan, he was from Taylor County too. So Taylor yeah. County's got quite a bit of athletes on Taylor their team. Taylor County is a team to
0: look out for in the state of Kentucky next year. I'm going to tell you right now. So, I, you know, there was three that everybody's going to talk about, and you've already mentioned three of them. Um, but there was a sophomore from the 2020 – he'll be a sophomore. He was a freshman this year. His name, He was a receiver. His name was Cross Watson, I believe. And he's a 2026 20, guy, and he impressed me as well. His route running—he's a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and his route running was great. I mean, he could stick his feet in the ground and make moves. Had good hands on a cold day. Um, so you you combine him with the Smith brothers, Caden and Peyton, mm-hmm. and then you have Jaquan. Um, Coulter that's a DB and you combine them um, and then they also have the uh, offensive lineman Hayes Johnson I think is Mm -hmm. his last name that is signed with
1: Kentucky already. He's he's from Johnson Central. Or not
0: signed but committed to Kentucky already
1: Mm -hmm. Um, and and he's from Taylor as well right? I think maybe he's from Johnson Central maybe. Oh is he? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. It might be. I was
0: thinking there was a big boy that we had that we had committed that, that
1: was from Taylor County. I'm not sure Maybe I'm that. thinking think, about the wrong one, but it might it might be the kid from Johnson Central, but there was another one there that was that really caught my eye yeah. was the um Anthony kid from Pikeville. Um he has a lot of speed on him. Um and you know Pikeville, they're always gonna be really good in, in single A. You know, every single year Pikeville's up there with the best of the best. So Overall, it was a fun camp. I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity of going to Tennessee to be involved in that camp as well. Um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of, you know, Tennessee coaches there, possibly Alabama, um, you know, in that vicinity, you know, Chattanooga, Nashville, because um, it's in Murfreesboro. It's so, in Murfreesboro. You know, so, you know, the, you're going to have a lot of the entire. Players.
0: You know, the entire western side of Tennessee for sure will be there. I mm-hmm. would venture to say that there'll probably be some Knoxville kids
1: there too. Probably There will be, think. especially Alco- some Alcoa kids. I mean, there's there's probably maybe gonna be some Alcoa maybe Alcoa
0: even Chattanooga kids. kids. We got some Chattanooga mm-hmm. guys coming with the fanboys that's going to meet mm-hmm. us there. Um, so,
1: Carlito. Okay, uh,
0: and Carlito are going to be there. Um, so I expect to see mm-hmm. some Chattanooga guys there as well. Yeah, and that's did. next month. Um, so we got it's about a month. Out, so. Yeah, we, we got about a month away, but we are excited about covering that. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll move on to the next thing here. I'm going to put up a little graphic here. Um, so this is our official merch shop for College Sportscast. If you scan the screen, and I'll keep that up while the show is on, you can look over our merch shop. I recently added um, about four or five new shirts to it. I added a couple of coffee mugs. Kind of the coffee mugs are kind of motivational stuff. One says, Rise and Shine, and one says, Never Give Up. Um, And... Jimmy right. D. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's kind of the Mamba mentality is, is my taking on it, on mm-hmm. those two um, things. But uh, I, I also added a uh, a volleyball shirt, a softball shirt. Um, I added, let's see, soccer, a soccer shirt. Mm-hmm. We have basketball. There's a couple of football jersey shirts, baseball. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have the um, College Sportscast and the logo, there's about three or four of those to check out. So if you scan the screen, it'll take you directly to the website. And I do have a special treat for you when it comes to that. If you are watching our show right now, I will tell you that you can use the promo code WatchCSCast while the show is going on and I will leave this up and you can get 15% off. So, and I'll remind people through that throughout the show is kind of a live, um, for people who are watching the show. Um, Mm -hmm. you can get 15% off again. That code is watch CS cast. And I'll leave this up while we're on, um, tonight. Um, That way everybody can get a chance um, to scan that code and uh, the QR code there at the bottom. If you put your phone up and scan that code, it'll take you directly to the um, website where you can order. And you can shop
1: around and look. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of neat little things on there. Trying to be anyway. So... Today's big
0: news in college basketball world was that Hunter Dickinson is going to visit Kentucky starting on the 23rd. Um, And he's going to visit, it says, to the 25th, which would be a two-day visit um, Mm in Kentucky. And uh, that is going to be after he returns from a
1: Kansas visit. He's supposed to be going to. But then I think after the Kentucky visit, he's got um, Villanova that f- next Friday, I think. Yeah. Uh, so we probably won't hear anything till probably for about two weeks, unless he just absolutely just blows us away and says, Hey, I'm going to Kentucky or Kansas Monday afternoon or Tuesday. I mean, right. It's,
0: and know, it's possible. I it's mean, these two big like schools, that. you know, that are going to throw their big pitch at them and tell them mm-hmm. everything. So, um, and he's, You know, he's averaged 18, 18 and a half points a game for three years, eight and a half, nine rebounds a game for three years at Michigan. Um, You know, he does have a COVID year as well. So, I mean, he technically could have two years remaining Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, with that COVID year if, you know, if he needs it or if he wants it um, for whatever school he goes to, he possibly could be there two years um, the Kentucky News is kind of coinciding with the Oscar Shebway news. So it looks like it looks like more than likely that Kentucky, if they do get one, will only be one and not
1: both. Well, according to Kyle Tucker today, he said that it was his understanding that Oscar told the staff that he gave his blessing to go build a team. So if that's the case, you know, you either got to think that Oscar is either gone or that Hunter Dickinson is going to end up eventually signing here. And then that's going to just, you know, push Oscar out the door. Or there could be a possibility where him and Oscar could play together, which I don't know if that, that would actually happen. I,
0: I don't see that happening, but Mm-mm. I mean, you know, Stranger things have happened, I guess, but you know, I, tell you I you why really I don't
1: see it. I tell you why I don't see it happening, Brad, is just because of Aaron Bradshaw. Because Aaron Bradshaw is wanting to play the four, yeah. and then if you got Dickinson at the five, where are you going to put Oscar at? You ain't going to put the National Player of the Year, so you ain't going to put you ain't gonna have him coming off the bench. I mean, that's just no. Right?
0: If Oscar comes back, he won't come off the bench. Uh-uh, now, that's just, just not.
1: That's just not going to happen, though. No. Yeah,
0: I mean that that won't happen. I don't care who's here, Oscar won't mm-hmm. come off the bench. But my guess is that Oscar wants to do everything he can do to become a yeah. pro. Yeah. But that being said, he's not even listed in the second round on mock drafts. Mm-mm. Now, here,
1: here here's the thing that I, you know, we put all of our eggs in a basket with Shaden Sharp, right? You know, and we got burned on that deal. Um, then you had last year where you could have had another guard um with Reeves, but I guess Cal didn't really go after anybody else after after he got Reeves, but with and CJ. But we've been burned, I guess, the last two years. And we can't have that happen again. Um, he's got also well, he's got U- to U- 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 has announced little.
0: he's coming back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um You'll have a, a a do Fiero back next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be at least two players that are, are back, and you've got the five five-star kids coming in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right? So that's seven. If you can land one of Hunter Dickinson or Shibway, then you've got eight. All right? Then you might just then, need a, a role player. Then, then, play like then you've got Reeves that's still going to probably make a decision. And I keep hearing – that there's a likely 60% chance that he comes back, mm-hmm. that that his NIL money will far outweigh anything he can do, you know, professionally. So, and then you have Livingston. Which got Chris, good news today a little bit about. Chris Livingston, who, you know, there's some news today that he's 50-50 uh, about returning or staying in the draft you know you know I don't know at this point you still have to go through you know combines and all that kind of stuff and and he is close to uh you know a second round pick but he's not quite there yet Livingston's not I mean maybe he could get there in the combines and stuff and then technically Damian Collins has not announced anything yet I think he said a thing no so we still
1: don't know exactly about Damien Collins and then you got Lance Ware on the bench as well which I don't think he's going to leave just because he he played with DJ Wagner at um yeah Camden in high in school. school
0: yeah he played with DJ Wagner in high school and and so that so you know there are four others and then I didn't even mention CJ Fredericks I Early on, I had heard that there was a chance that Fredericks would like to come back.
1: Well, his situation, you know, he's been injured. You know, he's, yeah. he's engaged to one of the former U.K. players. And the and-
0: girl that he's engaged to, who is a basketball player herself, has announced that she's not coming back. Mm-hmm. So Blair Green has announced that she's not coming back for her you know, fifth year, COVID year, whatever, you know, what, whatever it would have been, but she could have come back mm-hmm. um, one more year. So maybe the writing's on the wall that CJ doesn't come back. I'm not exactly sure, but.
1: Here's the big thing with the portal that I was trying, I told some people yesterday, you know, you can't sit and wait on certain decisions because if you wait on these NBA guys at the end of May, you might miss out on a couple of guys. And you're going to have to make some tough choices coming up, especially with Dickinson and with the Oscar situation. You can't sit around and wait to the end of May and hope one of them declares or if he come, if Oster comes back or stays in the draft. Because if you don't, you could miss out on both players. And you don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, you know – I think that's why Oscar said, go ahead and do what you need to do. Um, but at the same time, I think Oscar is confident enough in himself and knows that if he was to come back, that he would still have a spot probably. Yeah, would. Yeah.
1: You
0: know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of part of it as well. So we'll see. There is a bunch of possibilities for Kentucky. What I do know is this. Cal seems to be kind of going back to his recruiting ways mm-hmm. of old and of old I mean of his early days at Kentucky his late days at Memphis where mm-hmm. he is going after the best of the best in even this in, the, class that even done, in this much. even in this transfer portal yeah the only ones that that we've been linked to or talked to or whatever is really
1: the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And this class, yeah. it's not, it's not the best class according to a lot of people, but DJ Wagner is really good. Um, Justin Edwards is really good. Um, you know, Will Dillingham has got probably the best handles I've ever seen. Some of his high out films will make you drop. He's got, a jaw some, handles. He's yeah. got some handles on him. And, and I just wonder well, Cal let them go. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them just turn them loose. He let Monk and Fox get turned loose, and you see what. Well, doing so here,
0: I know? think that's the reason why he's kind of going back to that, to the he Monk is. and Fox and Bam days, and you know where he has where he has that kind of talent on the team.
1: And he hasn't um, had you know, that in the last couple of years. You know what he's got coming in next, this year. Everybody says, well, it's going to be the same Kentucky team, same stuff that happened in the tournament. Well. The process that has happened with that is just – that's been as of recent. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, not like, it's, not been a long, it's not been a long drought. I'm just saying it's been a couple of years. Yeah, now, he, he He's not had the type of talent that he normally has. And like you said – No, he, he, he,
0: it, he changed a little bit. And I said this today on Twitter. So, about three or four years ago, he changed a little bit. I'd say four now probably. He changed a little bit. And he started getting two or three of the top um, high school kids and then mixing in some mid-major and some transfers and, and mm-hmm. mixing in some players. And the problem with that is, and this is what I said today on Twitter, is he changed his recruiting philosophy, but he didn't change his coaching philosophy. mm hmm and and what happened is is his coaching philosophy is I'm just going to out talent everybody, and I'm going to have six seven eight NBA guys on my team, and we're going to mm-hmm. kick y'all's. But
1: yeah, that's sister, yeah. that's that,
0: that that's that's his that's that's what he does. Okay, it's what he does the best. All right, the problem with that is the last three or four years. We haven't had six, seven, eight NBA guys on the team. We're lucky if we have two, maybe three.
1: That's why I felt bad for and Wallace. You know, he he was just in that group of, you know, I don't know. He just – it just never seemed like he got in a group. There was two or three games there where he played really well, and then he had that injury, and he just never seemed like he just –
0: And I'm not knocking – I'm not knocking the Kentucky guys because – Toppin and Oscar are at best are fringe NBA guys. Mm-hmm. They have they have a lot of talent, but at mm-hmm. best, they're fringe NBA guys. Livingston is a fringe NBA guy, at least after one year.
1: There was flashes last year. Now, Livingston, I, think wow, Livingston, I think
0: Livingston can be an NBA player. I actually think Damien Collins can be an NBA player if he gets playing time. But Collins needs to put, the, put some extra weight on. He's Yeah. He, but he needs to you know, what I'm saying is is you know, there were some guys that are on the fringe mm-hmm. on the team last year, but they're not quite there. I mean, Reeves <laughs> would love to play professional ball. He's a great player. I mean, he's a good player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but he's not Blake Monk level. No, he's. You know what I mean? He's just not.
1: He's not Tyler Hero level. No, he's just. He's he's average. You know he, he's he'd be. Good. A, good, he's he's just, better he, than he's better than just average. Well, I wouldn't say he's average. I say he's more like a role player type. Yeah, you, you know, know and,
0: and that's good. And, and that's and, good he can, the and he can knock down twenty any night. He can. I'm not going to say he can. He can. He proved that. He, did. you know.
1: So he he went cold on a night that we needed him though. Kansas state. He just never could get it together, but that's what happens. That's how, that's how John, that's
0: how John Wall's team got knocked out. We went
1: cold on a night when we needed it. You know what happens in the tournament. It's just one of those deals. Yeah.
0: All right. So I do have the screen up for you guys. You can go to our merch shop there, scan that code or scan the QR code there on the screen. Um, when you are shopping, you can use our code WATCHCSCAST for a 15% discount. I'll we'll throw that out at you. We're going to move along and talk some football. So yes. there was, a, there was a, a, a Brad Crawford 24-7 article that came out a couple of days ago, and he is ranking the SEC quarterbacks and gives a little bit of update and info on the SEC quarterbacks, 14 through one, um, coming out of spring camp, okay? So again, this is Brad Crawford, 24-7. I want to give credit to where credit's due. I'm just kind of using this as a tool to discuss and stuff. At number 14, he actually has Graham Mertz with Florida as the number 14 ranked starter in the sec
1: and there, and i'll be honest with you there wasn't a lot of really positive news out of that florida spring game so the night, no so. the
0: spring game the other night was dull and boring and hardly any offense and he gave graham mertz a grade of c but you know he says um you know, he was brought in from Wisconsin. Um, you know, and he didn't exactly light up the scoreboard. Basically, so if you remember correctly,
1: Graham Mertz was connected to Kentucky at one time, and then he was I don't early really know, on, early on, and then it just kind of evaporated, and they went and Kentucky went the opposite direction, which I, which I'm kind of glad they did in a way. So,
0: I'm just throwing this out. You don't see Florida dead last in the SEC in too many things, many. Um, you know. But uh, at number 13, he has Robbie Ashford from Auburn. I figured that would be. Number 13 be. is Robbie Ashford with Auburn. He did give R- Robbie Ashford a, a spring grade of a B. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. He's not exactly a match with the new head coach Hugh Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hugh Freeze likes to uh, sling the ball around, and Robbie is a more yeah, of a ru-
1: more, more, of more like a dual more, threat,
0: yeah, dual threat, more of a running dual threat quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they're not exactly a match. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it is still yet to be seen on on who is actually going to get the starter spot. Mm -hmm. but Brad Crawford is saying as of now after spring that he thinks that Robbie Ashford is going to be the guy, Um, and he's ranking him
1: 13th in the SEC. He's got a lot of work to do between now and September. Yeah. Especially throwing the ball, yeah. All
0: right, number 12. He has Brady Cook, Missouri.
1: I don't agree with that in a way, but that, um, but that, that, that's his opinion though. Um, yeah. This is, I this think is a,
0: he's- an article with here, but you know, with him that, that Brad Crawford did, but, uh, you know, he's Eli Drinkwitz is, is, you know, sticking with him. He does have a tra- he, he has Jake Garcia mm-hmm. who transferred in there. Um, you know, so he so he has another option, um, but but he is putting Brady Cook
1: as the possible starter for Missouri. There were some games last year where Brady Cook looked really good. Then there was games where he looked really bad. But you know, I still think to me, he still he actually
0: didn't participate in the spring. In spring, he's coming off of a soldier a shoulder surgery. A labrum. So he actually didn't participate in the spring. So I do want to put that out there. Number 11. And this one might surprise you. He has Jackson Dart Ole Miss as number 11 coming out of spring. He did give Jackson Dart a B grade and Lane Kiffin has not. There's a there's a there's a competition going on there. He has not come out and said that Jackson Dart has won the job, but Brad Crawford here, twenty four seven Sports, is predicting that Jackson Dart will be the starter for Ole Miss. Um, and I
1: mean, he, he is. Like, a, you basically got to give it to him. I mean, look what he did last year. I mean. Yeah, but he's in a battle. He's
0: in a battle with Spencer Sanders, who transferred from Oklahoma State, and Spencer Sanders is a good quarterback. He can swing it. So, you know, there is a chance that Jackson Dart doesn't win this job. Spencer put up some big numbers too last year. He did. Like I said, he's there's actually three quarterbacks. There's an LSU transfer as well. Walker
1: Howard is on there, too. That's surprising that he would transfer from LSU, though. That's with the situation there. I mean, he could have. And they they are having a
0: true competition, and it's a three-way competition, and they have not – Lane Kiffin has not announced anything. But Brad Crawford here from 24-7 Sports is predicting that Jackson Dart will get the start at the beginning. He's
1: good good at trolling people, though. Brad Crawford? (laughs) No, Lane Kiffin.
0: Oh, yeah, Kiffin. Uh, He
1: likes to troll people on social media, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. He's known known for his antics. But I did
0: want to put some stuff out there that they are having a competition, and there is two other quarterbacks. Spencer Sanders is a great quarterback. And like Mm -hmm. I said, LSU transfer Walker Howard is there, too, and he's competing. All right, Texas A&M is number 10, Connor and I'll probably screw up his name, but Wigman, Wigman, I'm not sure how he pronounces it.
1: Do you know John? I don't know why Wigman. I I think think it's Wigman. I don't know how to – They're they're in in a competition too, and they have a new
0: offensive coordinator. Everybody (laughs) should know who that is. Mm -hmm. Um, Bobby Petrino was brought in there. Um, So we'll see how that goes out. I think you got two personalities that just don't mix. Um, they, don't they, they both they both um, think they're top dog and that they can't do no wrong, both of them. Um, I just don't see that working out. but anyway, they also have Max Johnson who transferred there last year and he's competing and and this job um, has not been told yet either. So mm-hmm. the two of them are competing. He is giving Connor the the edge here, possibly starting, um, you know, in the fall to start out with.
1: That's number gave, 10, right?
0: It's number 10, and he gave Connor a B grade as well. Number nine, he actually has A.J. Swan from Vanderbilt. He's pretty good. And he gave A.J. Swan an
1: A grade coming out of spring ball. They did some. They played impressive down the down the down the stretch last year. They did. They beat Kentucky. They beat Tennessee. Yeah, they. They yeah. No. No. No, they didn't beat. They beat Tennessee.
0: Tennessee. They beat Tennessee the year before, the year before
1: last year. Yeah.
0: When they I said Kentucky, that, I was they like, beat and
1: Lake, they beat Kentucky and Lexington. Yeah. Um, they just After I them. said
0: that, did you did you see my wheels turning? It was the year before yeah, last that they beat upset. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. they upset Tennessee. Um, uh, but so AJ Swan is 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 more than likely going to be the starter. I think he's been, you know, he's been getting the snaps and everything as the starter. Mm-hmm. They do have Ken Sills still there, who has been a starter on and off. Um, for Vandy the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, but Swan is a sophomore and he's pretty good he he's actually a pre- the,
1: he busted on the scene last year he he yeah. had some pretty decent games even even in some losses you know he played really well in some in some losses yep and he's got him
0: at number nine huh? this one's going to su- surprise you number eight is devin leary Kentucky I was actually surprised that he was that low, to be honest with you, on this list. He he, he did give Devin Leary a B-plus grade on his spring. A whole lot of it had to do with his health mm-hmm. um, because there were some questions coming off a of shoulder surgery if he was mm-hmm. going to be ready. He did fully participate in spring ball this year with mm-hmm. Kentucky, which I think is going to pay off. This fall and fall camp, and when
1: the season yeah, you, get, you get behind the eight ball when you don't practice in the spring.
0: Yeah, especially transferring in and trying to you learn gotta, a new system because he got to learn to. Connect so with your players. he's not he's he's been a quarterback that hasn't been used to snaps under center, and mm-hmm. he hasn't done play action stuff all that much in mm-hmm. his career at NC State. Okay, so. And Liam Cohen, and, and they, they like to snap it and do some play action stuff and fake the handoffs and and pull the ball back. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things that Devin is trying to pick up. Not only that, but the offense is a pro-style offense. You're mm-hmm. going to be learning pro-style language, and he's not coming from that, and he has to learn all of that. Mm -hmm. So spring ball and getting the chance to go ahead and begin to learn all that was majorly important, if you ask me. It was. I was kind of surprised that he had Devin Leary at number eight, though. Mm -hmm.
1: Number seven, he's got Jalen Milroy, Alabama. He he played Um, good in that Arkansas. Was it the Arkansas game that he played really well? Yeah. It was Arkansas, wasn't it? Yeah, he would really well. Um,
0: now, he has not been announced as the starter yet. This is just guessing and what he think. what Brad Crawford thinks. Um, he is competing with Ty Simpson. Um, but most people think that Jalen Milroe will be the pick,
1: from what I am hearing um in alabama biggest issue for alabama last year was their defense they couldn't stop nosebleed and you know they're gonna have to improve on the defense you can you can improve on the offensive side of the ball and still be the same but if you can't stop anybody you ain't gonna win many games and they just they just got run over last year and just wouldn't just wouldn't you normal alabama unit that you're used to seeing out there
0: yeah, this is true. But don't be surprised if the offense doesn't click and still look just as good even without Bryce Young. Yeah,
1: it, you're 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 playing for the GOAT. I mean Don't be
0: surprised. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Number six, they have Will Rogers, Mississippi State. Like they gave I gave like him a the pick. They gave him a B grade coming out of camp. Mm-hmm. Um he is definitely the starter, no, quest, no question. He is going to be the starter now. It is a completely different team, new offense. Um, it's not going to look the same. I'm going to miss Mike Leach. I'm just going to say it up front. Um, I'm going to miss the air raid, and I think Will Rogers is going to miss it too. You won't see you won't see 40 touchdowns from him this year. Um, you won't see him with whatever fifty five hundred yards or whatever it is. One, he he had a whole bunch the last two years. Um, led the nation mm-hmm. both years, or it might have been both years. Uh,
1: Mike Leach was just he's just a special person, and he his interviews is his seventy two touchdowns over the last two seasons. That's that's amazing, and they wouldn't nobody that loved each other more than Will Rogers um, and Michael Each, they was connected at the hip and they were and it's going to be first couple of weeks is going to be tough without with
0: myself I mean Arnett's going to be a, a you know he's a, he's a great defensive mind I don't know how he's going to do as an, as a as a head coach but he's a great defensive mind and uh, you know we'll see how this works out but for me I'm gonna miss Mike Leach. Yeah. And I think Will Roger I think Will Rogers will too. Mm-hmm. Number five, they have Spencer Rattler, South Carolina. That's number well,
1: four. Let me say this. They,
0: they gave him a B plus grade the coming out of, the year, of spring.
1: He, he really played balls out. If we get the Spencer Rattler from the last four games, the last
0: three, three games. Last three yeah.
1: games. Yeah. South Carolina's gonna be something to, to deal with. And,
0: but if we and, get Spencer out near the first eight eight or nine games, I'm just not. I, I'm like, I,
1: I wasn't overly impressed until like three games. I mean, Tennessee game, which you got to remember, Hinton Hooker got hurt and he tore his ACL and he was out for the year. But that whole game, he torched Tennessee secondary. And I'll, and I'll even go as far as, say this, if Tennessee doesn't lose that game, they're going to the college football playoff.
0: Oh yeah, they probably are. You know. With
1: that one with that one loss they had.
0: Five is somewhere close to probably where he's going to be five, six range would be my guess. I I just I don't know. I, I myself off of what Devin Leary has done. Now, he's transferring a different team, new league, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, number four, Tennessee's Joe Milton. He's got a rocket for an arm. He gives him a B-plus grade coming out out of spring.
1: I'm going to tell you something. And,
0: And he says that there is no quarterback controversy out of the Vols coming out of spring. Which is a pretty big statement
1: with the five star kid coming oh, in. Nico's pretty good. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. Joe Milton is got a rocking of an arm. And maybe even know, better maybe even better than
0: Hendon Hooker. And Hendon Hooker if you put, if you put him as in as a Josh just an
1: arm. Yeah. You put him in a Josh Heupel uh offensive, you know playbook it's untelling what this kid could end up being do you really
0: think that he has it locked up with this nico kid i don't even want to begin to now try to pronounce his last name but i
1: wouldn't say it's a lock to be honest i think nico will see time there'll be times where tennessee might bowl team out and nico get some spot minutes mop up time but I mean, if you look at what Joe Milton did in the in the Orange Bowl against Clemson, he was pretty impressive at times. And it's going to be hard to it's going to be hard to knock him out of being the quarterback.
0: I mean, I agree with you,
1: but it, you you
0: just never know. I mean, my Amp- question basically was is is it locked up already?
1: And I don't I don't know if it's locked up. I don't think it's locked up yet. No. Number four, coaches speak a lot of times.
0: Yeah, number three, he actually gives very high praise to Carson Beck, to from Georgia.
1: He looked good the other day in the spring game. The spring he's got, game. He's got to him
0: on him. He says that he looks great. He went eighteen to twenty-two in the spring game. Um, he he's, he. Crawford says he reminds him a whole lot of Drake May from, from North Carolina mm-hmm. um, as a college quarterback. Good. And he says that he does not think that they will miss a beat after the two time defending champ, Stetson Bennett. I don't know. I don't, agree. I
1: don't agree with that. That's what he says. I know a lot, I know a lot of people don't like Stetson. And, you know, everybody said, well, he can't do this. He can't do that. He just won two. He nationally. actually –
0: Crawford is actually predicting that he plays so well that he'll be in next year's draft. Carson Bennett – or Carson Beck. Sorry. I, I just love talking season.
1: Don't, I love talking season, don't you?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. That's what the article says, okay? I mean, it's hard to – it's hard he to replicate. Gave, he gave Beck, you know. And he
1: gave Beck a grade A for for spring. It's hard to replicate what Stetson Bennett did. He was a oh, two-time, absolutely. he's a two-time national champion. Come off off the bench and won him a title. Like he's giving, I mean, a I'm gonna be, I'm gonna he's the kid the
0: number three spot and never played. You know, I mean, Stetson done it all. So I mean, be honest
1: with you. If some of these quarterbacks that they're looking at in a draft are going to get drafted, that I see that is, you know, fringe NFL players, you need to look at Stetson Bennett, too. Because somebody, oh, somebody take a chance on him.
0: Somebody, oh, I agree with
1: you. Somebody will pick him up in the, the second. The kid can play.
0: play well. He's, I don't know if you call him a kid anymore, but he's, he's like 26 man, or something. Yeah.
1: But he's got an arm on him and he's. He's a game manager. A lot of people, and and that's fine. Georgia done what they had to do, you know. He did what he's he had two, to do. And-
0: he's a two time defending national champion, and, and I'm Georgia gonna tell you right now, that doesn't happen do very much. often. Even with the best of teams, it doesn't happen every every time. And I'll I mean, be honest I, with you, I can remember the USC team with uh, Reggie Bush, and everybody, Bush. And everybody thought Bush. they were gonna repeat. Didn't happen.
1: Vince Young did it.
0: It didn't happen. Vince
1: Young took care of that.
0: All right, all right. Number two, Jaden Daniels, LSU. That's who he has.
1: Mm. He has
0: him at number two. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, That's, I don't
1: either. That's, I think there's a lot of promise there, but there were some games last year that Jaden just looked didn't really look good. I'll just I'll leave it at that.
0: He says he managed 28 total touchdowns last year
1: in almost 3,800 yards of offense. That's not I will say this: his his game against Alabama was the game when I thought he could really take over a football game. You know, he he managed that game to a T. He did things that I didn't think he could do. He made some throws, made some plays with his feet. Um, I believe that was his coming out party, and if we see that Jane Daniels, then LSU is going to be a threat to possibly crash the college football playoff. This well, I think they're
0: going to have a chance if they now you know they start the season out with Florida State again, and you know that's going to be an, a tough opener right
1: there from the very and beginning. Tra- and they get Travis. And, back and this, this time, forward.
0: and this time it's at FSU. They lost it last year at home. So, it's going to be an even tougher game. Yeah. Yeah. But I think LSU does have a chance. They do. Yeah, this year, to be special. Was it, was it a
1: neutral site last year?
0: No, I'm pretty sure it was at home.
1: I think it was a neutral site. It was at, um, in Louisiana, I think, or Florida. If I, if I recall, I can't remember. Maybe
0: it was at a neutral site in Louisiana. It might have been, yeah. Maybe I can't remember,
1: man. Football's been so far off, I can't. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I was thinking there. it was
0: on. But you you might be right. It might have been,
1: yeah, been at been. a I neutral
0: site in, in, in Louisiana.
1: I can't remember because everything was Georgia all year long. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Which Georgia's the <laughs> new – well, I wouldn't say they're the new Alabama, but they're oh, – they're, they're pretty
0: close. close, yeah. They're close, yeah. Number one, K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas. I agree with that. He gave him a B-plus out of spring practice.
1: That's my quarterback right there.
0: Uh, But that's the number one spot, um, SEC, after spring football, he has K.J. Jefferson as the number one quarterback.
1: There was games last year where Arkansas played absolutely horrific. And C.J. Jefferson – K.J. K.J. Jefferson, my my apologies. K.J. Jefferson's literally – just kept it kept them in the game. Basically, willed them to come back in, in in a lot of games. And I'm I'm high on KJ. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. He's and got him at number one. I I'd have in, him at number, I got him at number one.
0: If you want to give me, you said something about that. You could give me your top five. I, I went through all of that just to uh, have a little. Discussion about it. So uh, um, you tell me who you think your top five QBs would be in the SEC next
1: year. My top five, one would be K.J. Jefferson. Two would be Will Rogers from Mississippi State. Um, Three mm, would be Jaden Daniels. Um from LSU. Four would be mm, Joe Milton and five would probably be Devin Leary. I think Devin Leary's got the, the, the chance to be more than a five, but the biggest thing with Leary is is how healthy will he be you know he's he's had some injuries he's had some tough luck and how will he respond is is my biggest key with with Devin and how far Kentucky's offensive line will go cuz last year the offensive line was atrocious i yeah, absolutely there. let's not even get into that right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want abs- to think bad I don't want to think bad thoughts to that to be But honest uh I
0: think I think Devin has a chance to be in the top 5 Quarterbacks of the SEC this year. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, if the season was to go perfectly for Kentucky and kind of show out, I think there's a possibility he could be top three. Mm -hmm. Possible. I mean, you got, you got. I'm I'm just saying. Starting, I think it's possible.
1: They play Eastern, Akron. They have five games.
0: The fifth game is a Florida game, and to be honest with you, it's a Florida team they should beat again.
1: And then they play Georgia. Um,
0: Yeah. So, you know, the first five five. games.
1: Then they got a bye week, I believe, after that, and they play. Is it Tennessee after that? No, it's Missouri they play. Then they have a bye week. And then they play Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Always after a bye week, we play Tennessee for some odd reason, and we never come out ready to play. Nope.
0: Nope, this is, is so I think that, I true. Think
1: they, I think they do that intentionally.
0: <laughs> so true. Not even anything. not even funny. It's true. It's fact. All right, guys. So I, I'm going to mention our college sports cast merch shop that's on the screen. You can scan that QR code um, and shop around. We have about eight or ten different uh, shirts, hoodies, sweats, a couple of different. Um, Motivating motivation mugs, coffee mugs. Um, One is rise and shine, and and one is never give up. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, they're college sports cast. You can while you are watching here tonight, you can use watch CS cast for a fifteen percent discount. Just scan Mm -hmm. that QR code to take you right to the online shop. Can't be no easier than that, right?
1: No, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't be no easier than that. I mean, come on. Especially if you're an internet guru. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you know. All right, so I'm going to take a second here to uh, talk about the Real Fresh channel. We're on the Real Fresh channel now. Um, we are featured on Sunday nights. We have been off. It was Easter a couple of weeks again, weekends ago. And then last week I did the Prep Red Zone Kentucky stuff. So, but we will soon again be featured on the Real Fresh channel. uh, That sounds interesting. Yeah, and he he covers a lot of different stuff, and I'm going to let him do a little talk and a little commercial here. We'll be right back. Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day different types of podcasts different type of content uh anything from college sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports we also got you want to do what we got the wrestling corner we got live stream just go over to youtube.com slash the real fresh channel and hit us up today thank you for uh checking it out appreciate your time. All right, guys. Y'all check out Howie Fresh, at the Real Fresh channel. Um, Howie, yep, yeah, he's uh, uh, helps us out a lot. He's part of the the fanboys over there, uh, at the top of the screen, mm-hmm. as we are too. So, uh, just kind of helping him out here on the show, and we appreciate Howie. And uh, check his channel out as well. So. I'll try to get that in when I, when I have time and when I think about it. So we're going to move on to our game day. Um, This time of the year is baseball season. College baseball SEC season is halfway through last weekend. Last weekend was the fifth of 10 um, weekend series, Kentucky, Last is four and one in those series. They are ten and five in the SEC, um, and and having a really great year so far. Last weekend, the number one team they took them to the wire and uh, lost seven to six on Sunday. Late in that game to win the series, uh, but uh, we'll get to them here in a little bit. We're going to do. Uh, we're going to start with number. Four five, Arkansas plays number six, Georgia. Or number five, Arkansas plays Georgia this weekend in a weekend series. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, their first game just went final. There's, there's two weekend SEC weekend series that started on Thursday, which is tonight. This is one of them. The other ones start on Friday and our Friday, Saturday, Sunday games. These these two are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Georgia upset Arkansas six to five tonight. Georgia is near the bottom of the SEC East.
1: I don't think they took ever- two or three from Kentucky.
0: Yeah, they did. So Georgia is on the up and up now, coming. So they also have knocked off Arkansas tonight, six to five. So there's two games left. Does where's it at, Georgia? Yes. Does you know there's two games left? Does Arkansas or does Georgia continue their upswing and get one more of the two games and knock off Arkansas in this series?
1: I don't think so. I think Arkansas will be ready this weekend. I think that's win. what I, I would four.
0: pick. I would pick Arkansas. I mean, the fifth ranked team in the country, I,
1: think win um, the I would pick
0: two. Arkansas to win this because Georgia started out not good, um, but I they have, it. but they've come on. They also beat Auburn too. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got Arkansas. All right. Then the, the second series that started tonight, and this is kind of surprising. Florida is number three in the country and South Carolina is number 6 in the country South Carolina 10 run ruled them in 7 Jones. innings 13 to 3 God <coughs> and Florida South, Carolina, South Carolina's legit this year they are but Florida has their first baseman is if I was picking and I'm not picking and I don't know enough to be able to say that I even could pick But their first baseman I would pick for the Golden Spikes Award right now, either him or the um, LSU pitcher. One of the two. Um, You know, one of the two I I would pick. So for them to get beaten out, it's at South Carolina, and they got beat 13-3 to tonight. There's two games left in the series. And does South Carolina take this series from Florida? I think they do. Yeah, you know. They really are here. oh they their offense is legit,
1: honestly. Yeah, they, they South Carolina
0: is. Yeah, they they can score some runs.
1: Yeah. But I'm I telling got, you, I got Florida first run. baseman
0: is is like leading the country in RBIs and home runs. I don't he may be second now, but I'm I'm telling you, he's a bomb hitter. He can hit the bombs. Yeah. All right. So then, I'm gonna look at um, the rest of the SEC. You got Vanderbilt at Tennessee. Vanderbilt is ranked fourth in the country, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, Tennessee has fell completely out
1: of the rankings. I'm not even. I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee don't even make the tournament. They're twenty three and fourteen. They have fallen
0: from – they started the season number two behind LSU. And they lost to Tennessee Tech the other night too. They did. They lost to Tennessee Tech in midweek this week. Um, Vandy is actually leading the conference in wins over Florida. Um, Vandy has the best record. In the I sec, think, right now, I
1: think next, I, I want to
0: say they've only lost one, I think they're 14 and one mm-hmm. or, or 13 and two. I want to say 14 and one. Um, it's at Tennessee. Does Vandy take this series from Tennessee?
1: Mm, yeah, I think they do. Tennessee's on a struggle bus right now, you know. Early in the season, I would have said Tennessee
0: probably win this game, you know, win this series, but I really right think. There, Vandy, there. I really I'm think Vandy's so sure. going to win the series, and I'm not so sure that Vandy doesn't sweep them.
1: I'm not, and then I'm not so sure Tennessee even gets in the tournament. Yeah, they'll be I, if they know. get if they get there, they'll be lucky. This is true. There'll be some new teams arise this year. All
0: right, Texas A&M is at Kentucky this weekend. Starts tomorrow night. Um. Texas A&M is not ranked. They have the same record as Tennessee, twenty-three and fourteen. They are near the bottom. Um, they were ranked. They actually started the season like number six or
1: number eight Kentucky, or something. Kentucky's like that. Kentucky's what? Thirteenth.
0: Kentucky is ranked thirteenth. They're twenty-nine and seven overall. They're ten and five in the SEC, and they get Texas A&M at home this weekend. I, I, I'm definitely going to pick Kentucky to win the series.
1: I think they'll win the series. I don't think they'll sweep them. Yeah, they I might think not sweep A&M them. Win, win one of them, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think Kentucky will win this series. They need this series. They play Florida and Vandy and South Carolina um, mm-hmm. the next few weekends, and they've got a tough road ahead after this. Ahead, yeah. yeah, after after this one, Mississippi State is at Auburn. Both of these teams are are near the cellar in the <laughs> uh in the uh SEC rankings.
1: What's wild is is Mississippi State put a whooping on Ole miss last week. They done some damage to the rebels.
0: Um, it's at Auburn. Auburn can hit. Auburn's problem is they have no
1: pitching. They I have mean no pitching whatsoever. They have
0: no pitching. Like they just can't. Keep teams from scoring 8, 10, 12, 14, you know, actually 17, 20 runs. Sometimes
1: mm-hmm.
0: they have no pitching. I um, think they,
1: they might need John Roberts out there pitching for. Them.
0: Like, seriously, they can't hold least. Like, they'll be up 8 to 1 in the fifth inning. And then next thing you know,
1: it'll be the eighth inning and they'll be down 11 to 8. You're like what? Yeah, what like, what? What happened here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm going Bulldogs this weekend.
0: I think I'm going to take Auburn at home. It's a series that they absolutely have to win if they are going to sneak in the back door of the SEC tournament. Yeah. Um, And then we have Alabama, who is and 26-12 and unranked, but has been ranked off and on this year a few times playing Missouri, who is twenty three and thirteen. Missouri
1: they started out fast and then they just kind of died out.
0: Yeah. Missouri started. they swept Tennessee. Now Tennessee looking at it doesn't look like they're, you know, that great anyway. So um, you know, but the first series of, of the it, SEC play, it looked like Kentucky wow, they run, swept
1: Tennessee. Didn't Kentucky run rule Missouri twice?
0: Yeah, they they Kentucky swept Missouri.
1: Yeah, they swept them yeah. And this
0: is at Missouri and Bama plays them. I think it will be I'm gonna go Bama. Um, yeah
1: Bama. I think they'll at least split the series. or take I think two they'll or take
0: three. two, yeah, two out of three mm-hmm. and go Bama. Mm-hmm. Um and then we have LSU at Ole Miss. And poor Ole Miss is the seller um of the SEC right now, and they are coming off of a national championship last
1: year. And yeah, I thought they're, Ole Miss would be good this year. And, they just and they're of- at the
0: very bottom of the SEC. Mm-hmm. And LSU is at the very top. They're 29-7, and seven, ranked number one still. Uh, Kentucky did knock them
1: off one time last weekend. Where is it and at, Ole Miss? It's at Ole Miss. Give me LSU in a sweep. Yeah. I mean, I ain't
0: that's, that's probably a pretty good pick. That's probably what I would say, too, is LSU in the
1: week? Mm-hmm. Dylan Cruz. Is it Dylan Cruz? Mm-hmm. He's an absolute stud.
0: Yeah. And he's another one that's could he's get that Golden Spikes award as well. Um, yeah,
1: he's something to watch now.
0: But that's the SEC schedule. I'm going to run through a couple of other things here real quick. Um, ranked teams, 21, Oregon State, plays Arizona State this weekend um let's see clemson and nc state play each other in baseball this weekend Mm -hmm. louisville Louisville plays duke boston college plays north carolina they're both ranked 20 and 18 this weekend in, in baseball um virginia who is the eighth ranked team in the country plays notre dame at notre dame this weekend and those are what i know enough to talk about john roberts is our um baseball guy here at college sportscast so uh we at least got in a little bit of baseball talk for you, and we tried to pick at least the uh, the SEC because that's what John and I know mostly um, is the is the SEC stuff. So I wanted to at least do some game day pick them with the SEC talk.
1: I was on mute, my bad. <laughs> Appreciate you for letting no, me come you're on right it. It's been a lot of fun. Um, hopefully you'll uh, get John Roberts and Jason back on the on the menu. Jason will be back and then- Tuesday, uh, and hopefully John um,
0: will be back Sunday. Sunday, uh, he'll be back Sunday. Sunday, actually, we have a Green Bay Packers um NFL insider that's going to be on with us, and John's the one that lined this up. He does a Green Bay, he does a Green Bay Packers uh, podcast, and he's kind of an insider fan too. Yeah, and we're both Packers fans, and he's going to be on with us Sunday. I can't really remember the guy's name. You know who
1: you haven't had on a Cowboy guy. (laughs) And I I know why. I I wonder, I wonder, I I, like, and I know why because you don't like, I wonder, I I wonder why. Like, I, you do not like Dallas. (laughs) Oh, my
0: goodness, I'm just, I'm over Dallas. Like, everybody wants to talk about Dallas and this, and Dallas that, and, and this, and Dallas next year, and Dallas is gonna get this one, and they're gonna, they're gonna move it move the chains next year, and they're going to do this. And, like, I'm so – like, okay, so since the early to mid-90s, when Dallas was actually good and everybody talked about Dallas, I was okay with it. That was 30 years ago, people. It's time to get over that crap.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, I don't understand – I just don't understand the – I mean, we, we've we got two generations of, of decades of people started that have never seen Dallas do nothing in the NFL playoffs. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. So, I mean, how on earth do you
1: still have all these Dallas fans? I don't get it. Listen – We're like the Yankees of baseball. You either love us or hate us.
0: But the Yankees stay relevant. This is... What has Dallas Cowboys done since
1: 1995? They won a few division titles. That's about it.
0: Just so over it. I'm tired of... That's that's my deal. Yeah. Listen... you grew you just, up you, you, you grew done. up you grew up in a time when Dallas, when you was a little kid, Dallas was the bomb. I mean they were the team. Mm-hmm. And you remember that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I understand that. I just don't understand the constant barrage of people who act as if Dallas has been relevant for damn near 30 years. I mean, if, if you want to bring up New England, if you want to bring up Pittsburgh, if you want to bring up even Green Bay, if you want to bring up Kansas City, if you want to bring up, I mean, Denver, I mean, Denver's had some runs over the years. I mean, why Dallas? I mean, you might as well bring
1: up the Detroit Lions. Oh man, you 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 really want to go there tonight? (laughs) I mean, I just
0: I don't understand. I don't. I really, truthfully, don't understand. You might as well bring. It's like the Raiders. The Raiders. I'm so tired of hearing about them, too. The Raiders ain't done jack nothing since 1984.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's a heart attack. Yeah. This topic is for another day. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: dead serious, John. I can't help it. Yeah. I know. You're a diehard Dallas fan. You grew up that way. They were great when you were a kid. When you were seven to ten years old, they were they were the team of the NFL. Something like that. Yeah. When you was a kid.
1: Yeah. Poor old Tony uh, Romo. And then poor old where Tony where, Romo happened. This is where I do my rant about the Packers, but I'm going to – <laughs> Take a turn and we'll just log out for the night. All right. Hey, you brought up Dallas. I know I shouldn't have.
0: That's my I can't help it. Like, I just don't understand. I know you don't. I really don't. It would be different if they had stayed relevant. Like, okay, it's been several years since New England's done anything because now, because Tom Brady's been gone. Mm -hmm. But let's just say that 25 years from now, there's still all this talk about how New England and all these fans and New England's not done nothing for 28 years. What? Like, why? I don't understand it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's like Washington Redskins. Okay. You're a Dallas fan and you hate them. I get it. But through the eighties and the early nineties, the Washington Redskins was kicking tail. Mm -hmm. And yes, now I know they're the commanders, whatever. I don't even say that. Anyway, they were the Redskins back then. Okay. All right. Now, does anybody even care? Like, Does anybody even care about the Washington Washingtons or whoever the hell they are this week? Mm -mm. Because they ain't done nothing for 30 years. Mm -mm. It's a new age. They they haven't done a thing since 1992. It's a new age. So nobody cares. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying nobody cares. Mm-mm. It's the I'm telling you Jerry Jones he he's the Al Davis of the NFL. yeah
1: that's that's one just thing win. we will y'all. Just win, baby just win We're just win <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm
0: done, John. I'm sorry. I'm killing your team. That's all right. I'm done, but I, I don't know. I can't help it when it comes to that. All right, man. You can jump jump off. I appreciate you being on with me. I'll wrap this up.
1: I appreciate and, it, and do man.
0: a few and do a few um, like show talk and stuff, and then I'll wrap this up. But I appreciate you being on with me and talking Kentucky and QBs and doing a few game day pick and stuff
1: for me. And then and, uh, running down my Dallas Cowboys.
0: Man, listen, I'm not saying people who remember the good days can't be fans. I'm not saying that. I just don't understand the masses of people who still act like The cowboys are relevant.
1: We get it. You're a Packer fan. That's it. Go Cowboys. Peace out. All right, man. All
0: right, guys. I appreciate John Hammond's being on with us. He brought up the whole cowboy thing and you know. So I'm sorry. I kind of had to go on a rant there. All right. So we are being sponsored now by Prize You can go to prizepicks.com and use our promo code CSCAST for initial deposit, and you can receive a hundred percent match. You can double your money. So, if you up to $100, if you put down $50, bucks, you can get $100 to play with. If you put down $100, you get $200 to play with. It's a daily fantasy sports betting. You can go higher or lower. The NBA playoffs are going on. It's a great time to be a part of it. And uh, again, you can double your money $5 minimum bets, I think. And, uh, you can pick your favorite team, your favorite player, and tell if he's going to go higher or lower, lower um, than the, the average points or assist or whatever you want to pick. And uh, use our promo code CSCAST for initial deposit to double your money. So we appreciate that. If you're on with us right now, I have our college sports cast merch shop up and there's a QR code. You can scan that QR code and it'll take you straight to our, um, online shop. And there's about eight or 10 different shirts there. We've got baseball, football, basketball, volleyball, soccer, softball. Um, and you can choose, I think most of the shirts have up to five colors that you can choose from. We also have a couple of, uh, Sports ins- inspirational um, coffee mugs. We've got one that says never give up, and we have one that says rise and shine. My take on that kind of stuff is kind of the mama mentality. Um, you can go on there and shop. If you're watching our show right now, you can use our code WATCHCSCAST for a 15% discount on our merchandise shop. We would appreciate the support, guys. Um, we appreciate being on uh, College Sportscast, being on WSBN TV. We are on Channel 30. That has been scrolling at the bottom of the screen all night long. And you can download the Boxcast app, and you can find us on Apple TV, Roku TV, TV. Um, Amazon Fire Stick, uh, stream F- Roku for free, and, and other things. Uh, we are in over 100 countries um, with our WSBN TV channel 30. So uh, we appreciate them and, and want to give them a shout out. Uh, you can also find us on our Linktree. I'll get that up on the screen real quick. Link tree. Um, College Sportscast, and it has our shop that's on our screen right now on there, our Twitter handles, TikTok, um, our YouTube, the WSBN TV channel, um, a link to that. Um, So you can find anything and everything that we do, our Facebook page. You can find everything we do at our Linktree. It's our one-stop shop for everything college sportscast. Um, so please check that out as well. And then I will wrap things up with our Home for Our Troops. That's our 2023 nonprofit organization that we're asking everyone to give to from the Boys, with the Fanboys Boys, um, Home for Our Troops. They build homes for injured and wounded vets They've been doing that for 20 plus years and it is completely cost free for them and for every dollar that you give 90 cents of that dollar goes towards rebuilding their lives and building these injured and wounded vets homes all across the United States so um, they can they will build those homes anywhere and you can give to them at www. Hfotusa.org. All right guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, we are on on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time or Sunday at 3 p.m. Central time, Sunday afternoons, is, is our time that we are on. And this Sunday, we will have a special Green Bay Packer NFL Insider on with us. Um, John Roberts will be back with us on Sunday, I'm sure. And we will have him with us and be talking NFL draft. Uh, we'll be talking some players that that he thinks that the Green Bay Packers are hoping that's going to be there for their 15th pick in the first round and kind of get a breakdown of where he thinks they might go um, with some of their other picks, uh, you know, in in the other rounds, second through seventh, and uh, what their needs are outside of the whole Aaron Rodgers deal, Um, but where he thinks they might go uh, with this draft and, and the needs that they might take care of in the draft for the Green Bay Packers. So um, we're, we are excited about doing that on Sunday. Catch us at, uh, on it's the 23rd Sunday at 3 p.m. for that special. And uh, one last time, our College SportsCast official page is up, for, online shop is up. You can scan that code there and use our code WATCHCSCAST for a 15% discount. Appreciate you being on with me tonight. We will wrap this up, and we will see you on Sunday for our Green Bay NFL Draft special. Y'all have a good night.